0: What's up, everybody, and welcome back. Man, we've missed you. Fellas, uh, look, we've got a lot to catch up on. But folks, with me as always, from Champaign, Illinois. Kid is just putting in an absolute shift this week. I tell you what, midterms are in full effect. This guy is just absolutely grinding. We gotta hurry up and record because he's got an 8 p.m. study session. God knows, God knows at what co ed's house. But boys, Bernardi, boys, how we doing?
1: Uncle Mikey, before I begin this, um, happy March. It was Uncle Mikey's 31st birthday yesterday, so he's in the Club 31 club. And uh, now we're on to episode 53. It's March. We're excited. Um, Mike didn't give me my nickname, Brad Round of 32 Underwood, so we're shooting for the Sweet 16 this year for Illinois basketball, which which we'll get into. But yeah, we took the month of February off. We're excited. I'm on spring break um, in two weeks, so I'm in midterms right now looking good. Not going anywhere, unfortunately, for all my fans out there. But uh, Dave, how's it going up in Naperville? Wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait! Are wait, you wait. studying anatomy at one of these co-eds houses? Is that what the <laughs> the deal is? Well, so much for our podcast being more PC over this month-long off. But no, I'm actually. I told you guys, I have three exams this week. I'm two down, one to go. So I got. That's awesome. So, That's um, guys, um, this employee stress well-being one. it's my easiest one but it's closed notes so i gotta study so i gotta put the hours in
2: wait are you still going to miami for spring break yeah i heard
0: i heard that's odd come on now
1: (laughs) no i was gonna go but i decided to bail because it was gonna be a bad time because i kind of want to do my own thing and i didn't want to deal with like a bunch of younger people so i just decided not to maybe another time i canceled my flight again and got another flight credit though so i can go wherever i want soon nice
2: nice and, hey, it's been so long since we did an episode. You turned 31 as well. Yeah, yeah. That's a good happy point. birthday. We forgot about my birthday. <laughs> we oh, didn't wait. even do one leading up to the Super Bowl. I think we were all just gassed and depressed from winter. But, I mean, vibes have completely changed around here. That's for goddamn sure. Calendar flips to March. The weather gets a little bit nicer. Oh, my God. Nothing can take us down right now.
1: Selection Fox. Sunday, and they push the clocks forward too. It's a, it's one of the best days of the year.
2: I've been saying I'm not trying not to jinx like the uh, NCAA tournament, just because it's uh, everyone gets so excited about it, and we got burned so bad with coronavirus. Like the only thing that could fuck us is if World War II actually erupts. So we just need Vladimir Putin to get his shit together for a little bit. Just calm down. Wait till the tournament's over. That's our main concern.
0: That's true. That's true. And folks, uh, he is not short of any breath tonight. Uh, that there was Dave, uh, Davy College Hoops coming to you live all the way from Naperville, Illinois. Guy's still in the office, by the way. Talk about a couple of guys putting shifts today. He is recording live at the office, Cornerstone National Bank. My goodness. Um, God, just processing those loans over there for those small business owners, doing great, doing the people's we're, work. We're
2: saving small businesses, is what we're doing. It's incredible, the, the work we do. Um, it's, but no, it's been. It's been a long month, as you know. I've been studying too, so I mean, the only yeah. things I'm the only things I think about are college basketball and accounting. I mean, my job is taking a little bit of a hit, but that's why I got to stay late some of these nights. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, looking forward to Selection Sunday and the the countdown's on.
0: It is on. It is on. And, and yeah, dude, congratulations! Obviously, getting through that first. Uh, we, we don't per- we don't know the
2: results yet. You know, can tell yeah, you yeah, when we you, find you, out?
0: You, you got you got through the hardest one, right? It's it's the hardest one you took first, right? Uh, the, the the FAR test. So uh, fingers crossed, everything comes out well, and uh, you got you got at least a Phil Castle on that test. I, I I think that'll be good. Well, the other
2: thing too is I get the results on St. Paddy's Day, which is the first Thursday of the tournament. So oh, if I God forbid I pass that thing, oh my god, I'm blowing it out for four straight days and we'll figure the rest out on the Monday after. Yeah,
0: wheels are coming off the bus. Uh, I'm about I'm about to have wheels off this weekend. Um, so I gotta I gotta buckle it up tonight and tomorrow morning pre flight. But uh look, we 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 mentioned it. We all mentioned it, took about a month off. A lot to catch up on. What'd you miss? What'd you miss? What'd you miss? Outside of our personal lives, we had the Super Bowl, right? Uh, I think we could all agree. Probably one of the best Super Bowls we've seen in a while. Best halftime show. Commercials were okay. I mean, my man McConaughey out there repping Salesforce now. I don't get it. But uh, general thoughts, reactions from, from the Super Bowl. Uh, we'll start with you down in Champagne, Mr. Underwood.
1: Uh, speaking of the Super Bowl commercial, um, I was out at a bar, so I couldn't see it. But um, my buddies know I'm a big Sopranos fan, so I went home and watched that. And that was an awesome commercial. Meadow Soprano, you still look gorgeous. I felt like it was 2007 again. Great time.
0: Watching um, Entourage. Um,
1: also, going to that halftime show. So I bet the over. And the, I think the first half, they only scored like 20 points. And then after that halftime show, I'm like, you know what? This over is going to fucking hit. This is going to hit. First play of the game. Of The second half, 75-yard touchdown catch for Cincinnati. Second play, the Rams thrown interceptions. Uh, they're going in to score 10 straight points in two minutes. The live total's at 56-and-a-half, and I'm at 48-and-a-half. And then one of the things I do now when I place a bet is I look at the live odds on a gambling app on the sanctioned site, Mike, and I watch that live total go from 56-and-a-half to 53-and-a-half to 48-and-a-half oh where I had it down to 43 and a half and I lost the over that was my last big bet I lost I've been keeping it pretty cool lately and um I'm kind of like a drug addict right now I'm just doing $20 parlays every day before we get to college basketball so I don't blow it over before March Madness these next few weeks but um Super Bowl was fun it was interesting I thought I had a great time going out to the bar. not a big fan of the commercials um Cincinnati will be back happy for the Rams and Stafford that's my take on it. I'll let you boys go.
2: So I so wanted you- to ask you guys because we didn't talk about it that much. I don't know if it was just because you know, just me and Rachel were watching it and we had a pretty low key day, or if it was the the broadcast or what. But for such a good game, like the back and forth, I felt just like it wasn't really exciting. It was just kind of like a dud of a game. Eh, like as yeah. you took it in, there was no like there was no excitement as it was going. And I had money on it. I, I was on the Bengals money line, um, going for the package that day. And I, I still like even with that on the, the line, like besides the, the long bomb by the Bengals where they missed the pass interference on uh the offensive pass interference against that should have been called for Jalen Ramsey. There wasn't really any like big plays or anything exciting. It was just kind of like a, I don't know why it just didn't have like the vibe.
0: Yeah. There, there, there weren't a lot of big plays, uh, not, I mean, the kind of the, the middle part of the game was just kind of a lull you know, the defense has really settled in. Wasn't a ton of offense going, but boys, you ended up you ended up being down a little bit. Dave, did you end up on the on the good or bad side of things gambling wise? So I just ended up winning
2: a or coming getting some money out of a fantasy football playoff league that I was in. That's about it. I ended up about even overall, so I can't complain about that.
0: Nice, nice. I I love the Super Bowl solely for the props. Um, i I was all over props. I was I started off with the national anthem. And until uh, I've got a couple couple choice words for, for her, but she really held those last real of two, three notes that over covered by about three seconds. If she would have just cut the shit and, and got the song over with, we would have been winners there. Um, I did have OBJ uh, first touchdown score that paid seven to one, uh, which was quite nice. Uh, and that I actually did end up uh, also hitting the Gatorade color as well. Uh, I got four. Oh, and Aaron, a half. Thanks for the picks. I got four and a half to one on, on the blue Gatorade there. So uh, uh that was a big job. I didn't, and that didn't come out huge money wise, but uh, it was it was good to be in the black coming out of Grand Rapids. Yeah. So. I mean, what are the odds when we're not recording? Merrick starts hitting his picks. I I don't know. I I, I got a package. It's he was, he was he was doing it only a matter
1: business. of time. <laughs> right. But like how yeah. backed up is that Grand Rapids pipeline though, Merrick? How long are you going to get this before summer? Well, it, we can get we
2: can get Marley reporting live there, and she can let us know.
1: <laughs> all good things in Grand Rapids.
0: Oh, uh, just just don't go to that Italian restaurant chain up there. Um, yeah, they 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 might be looking for me. Hey, uh, in, in all seriousness though, boys, when when Dave and and Hepper were down here a few weeks ago, we decided to put a big boy bet on uh, on our boys in Lawrence, Kansas, the Jayhawks, and man, we were sweating. Uh, I don't know. It really wasn't a sweat. It was just, I haven't had a
1: max ticket out there in a long time.
0: I I haven't had a max ticket in a while either, but I mean, the fact that West Virginia cut it down to one, was this through
1: Columbus or grand Rapids
0: grand Rapids for me. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you guys didn't pull
1: it together. All right. Yeah. No,
0: no separate max tickets, but, um, nonetheless, I,
1: I, I lost that all
2: back over the last two weeks, by the way, that's gone
0: interesting yeah, yeah i so i completely cut it out you know just so i can ensure i'm getting a package and of course i got ghosted week one i mean i've been doing i've been doing my fair share of ghosting with that guy for weeks so um i think it took me like two months just to just to pay him in person but um, America,
1: you're not getting this till june
0: no I, hey i, really I wouldn't tra- give it to you either he I should just interest on it i got a tracking number he's sending it to the office it'll be there monday
2: It's just going to be a a picture of his middle finger.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That'd be
2: good. And a Nucello's
1: gift card.
0: (laughs) Jesus. You're sick. I'm cutting that.
1: Two can play this game.
0: Oh, my gosh. All right. Outside of midterms of Super Bowl, Davey, what else have we missed? Oh, oh.
2: so I, I put on here. You guys saw it. I just needed to give an update to our uh, our contest winners out there. Um, I still need to make these fucking T-shirts. It's a it's a production, though. It takes like two hours of my time between going to the store, picking everything up, and getting our apparel out to uh, to our contest winners. I will get to it at some point. But the real issue is I th- we sourced the uh, the special material that you need to iron it on. We sourced it directly from Moscow, Russia, and everything's just been fucked lately. So um, we will get there. And I'm going to be honest, like morale was pretty poor for a while when I was studying and just like just dealing with everything. So we've had our break. Everything's getting everything's on the come up now. We're feeling pretty good. I do think that I'll find the time to get those T-shirts made. <laughs>
0: Hey, come on, Peter Perro. Let's get those words typed out. So Scott and Chew will get them to you, buds. Holy shit. All right. Before we get into March Madness and College Hoops, I know you guys are are, are probably gonna lead the segment there. I just started kind of digging into things, but quick update on the NHL front. I did mention a couple of packages coming my way. I have been hammering, by the way, the grand salami, which for folks at home, that is the total number of goals scored in a given day in, in any sport, really. Uh, You could play it in hoops, baseball, basketball, uh, football. I'm hitting it in hockey. It's been red hot lately. And I've also been on uh, our guy, Mr. Ice from Barstool. He's like 19 and three in his last 22 bets. been riding his coattails. Get on him, follow the South side guys while you're at it too. NHL betting is hot right now. I cannot wait uh, to see what really the second half of the season unfolds, but Prior to us getting into the hoops, I know I didn't put this on the on the on the pre-call notes here, but what are our thoughts about the MLB season? Is that going to happen or not?
1: Um, I don't know what the owners are doing. And I think like one thing, well, I take a fir- I'm taking a firm performance class now. So I'm basically a finance major and expert. So I'll give my analysis on this. I think it's like fascinating that the MLB like has no salary cap. And, like, they want to increase the playoff teams in 162-game season just so these teams that are just on the short end of the stick and not trying to go all in have a chance to make the playoffs. So, like, does it understand what I'm trying to articulate? Like, more teams make the playoffs, so teams that are trying to tank or, like, being cheap don't have to go all in and invest? Does that make sense?
2: Well, what they need, if you want to put a salary cap in or you want to raise the luxury tax, like, or you want to, like, put a hard cap on, you need to have a spending floor, too. Yeah, otherwise you get yeah. the fucking Marlins have done this time and time again. They get all these stud players and then they don't sign them. Or if they do, like they sign John Carlos Stanton, they traded him away to the Yankees, a team that actually would pay him the money. So the problem is, if you're the Marlins, you can just trade away all your top talent. And then because of the revenue sharing, you're going to make money. You don't even need a single person to show up to the stadium. You're going to make money. And that's the fucking problem. All of these types of owners basically are trying to run it like exactly like a business when it shouldn't be a business per se. It should be like a lifestyle thing that not necessarily is going to make money because it's a cultural staple. So it, I fucking hate that what the owners have done here. It's extremely short-sighted. I completely side with the players, and I know it's easy to be like, well, fuck the players. They're making a shitload of money, too, which is
0: true, but fuck the owners. I'm never going to feel bad for a billionaire ever, period. No. No. No, I I couldn't I couldn't agree more with you. And uh, I didn't look too far into the CBA, but did the CBA include a shortened season, or no?
2: No, no. They wanted to expand it to fourteen teams. And to Blaze's point, what is the point of is,
1: playing one hundred and sixty-two games and I having agree. fourteen teams make the play? It makes zero sense. I don't and understand. The,
2: so the reason why they want expanded playoffs is because one, you get more money for like being in the playoffs. Like it's a, it's more lucrative, and that's where all the the money is made. And that's why you're seeing more and more of like watered down playoffs because, and even the NFL had another team. It's to keep more teams in it. And the fan base is engaged later in the season is the whole idea behind it. But basically you have a situation where the small market teams don't want to spend the money to keep up, but they also want to be able to like be kind of in the hunt. So they want to have this situation where they don't have to spend the money, but they're still like at 500 and fans are still showing up. It's fucking insane. You can't have it always.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Like European soccer are just, it's so funny how they have such a capitalist sports system. Like if these teams like Florida were tanking, they'd be in like double a right now, like the Florida Marlins, but no, they're still in the majors. Cause there's no pyramid system. Like in soccer, it's like you said, Dave, they're just reaping the rewards of essentially just doing nothing and still getting paid and being shitty. Right. And
2: so I, I, I mean, to answer the first question you asked Merrick, I think that a good target date to actually start the season is is June 1st, where, where everyone should be mentally. And anything before that's gravy. I think in actuality, it'll end up being like about May 1st. But you have to prepare that the, the owners are going to be dicks the whole way and the players are going to hold out. Because it seems like the players are pretty united this time. Um, and they definitely have public opinion on their side. That's for sure.
0: Oh yeah, Players they're, they're, do. They're, the public's all on their side. I was thinking June one as well. And play, I I, I can't agree with you more. That the season's got to get shortened. It's got to get down to about 120 games. And I get it. I mean, what? That's another what? 21 games, 21 home games, right? That you know that that the owners are sacrificing from a revenue standpoint. But I I, I think I think baseball's got to change a little bit compared to where it's at today from a a longevity standpoint. That's what i saying.
1: Yeah, I think 120 ga- games and 15 teams or 14 teams is that's a little more fair. I just can't I can't fathom a team going 105 and then like 57 and then losing in a 3 out of 5 series cuz they got unlucky against a 85 and um 77 team. That just seems Preposterous. What is the point of playing all those games then? That's what right. That's what I can't I wrap my in, head around. In baseball of
2: all sports, it's super fluky.
1: That's what I'm saying too. Like you can go on a cold streak and you can play bad in five games, and in theory, that's less than five percent of the season. Like it's not fair to the good teams that are paying money and winning a hundred games and doing it the right way. That's my take.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. All right, let's get off the diamond because it's gonna be a while before we're actually back out there uh turning two. <laughs> But, hey, well, let's get to the hard one. We got March Madness around the corner. Our favorite time. I mean, one of the best times of year from a gambling standpoint. Um, I you know, remember our Vegas trip, or a few other, you know, we've been doing our, our March Madness pool since, what, 7th or 8th grade. Um, I mean, it, a lot of history here and, and a lot to look forward to. Dave, I know you consistently, uh, you know, every talk about a fucking perennial uh, you always take off that Thursday, Friday, if I'm not mistaken, and 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 be watching the game. So, uh, what are you looking forward to for the tournament, and, and even prior to the tournament? How do you think the Illini are going to finish in the Big Ten tournament?
2: Sure. So, Blaze, do you want to talk about the Illini first? Nah, you go. So, Blaze will Blaze will attest to this. Here's the issue: Illinois' fan base is the most obnoxious fucking thing in the entire world. They're ruining it for me. Completely delusional. It sucks. But I mean, if Illinois makes the Final Four, I'm going. Like that's gonna that's a fact. Here's the thing: like, absolutely, Illinois can make can make the Final Four. They're not going to win the um, the Big Ten Conference right now because it's already over. Wisconsin already has it, even though Illinois is way better than Wisconsin. Completely curb stomped them earlier in the year. Um, Illinois has all the pieces, but just like we saw from Purdue last night, like they can just disappear and make some boneheaded plays all the time. Last year, the reason why Loyola won is because one of the big reasons I think is because one, Frank, or uh, I called him Frank Underwood, Brad Underwood uh, didn't make any halftime adjustments and Trent Frazier went 0 for 10 from the field. You can't have that from him or from really any of the guards. Um, and if Kofi gets in foul trouble, anyone can beat him. But at the same time, Illinois can beat literally everybody in the entire tournament besides maybe a couple of the top teams. So final four is not out of the question and as soon as I can get back into Indiana or to one of the sports books in person here cuz that's where you have to go to bet them, I will bet Illinois to make the final four.
0: Wow. Yeah, Dave,
1: like um I'm with you. I think um we kind of saw what you talked about this past week. Illinois has a home game against Ohio State. They're up by 13. And then literally 20 minutes later into the game, they're down by 13 and then they turn it back on and they almost come back um, within the final minutes, but it wasn't enough. And then Saturday they go to Michigan, they put it all together and Bello looked great. And Kerbell uh, is definitely the guy who just needs to be consistent for this team because he gives them a different dynamic that teams are not going to have to adjust to. like This team can shoot the three really well, but they don't have somebody who can drive to the hoop and dish it off. That's something Curbelo does and adds kind of a different layer to this team to kind of get successful, but he's been so ridiculously inconsistent. It's been driving me insane. We just need those – what I've said in the message boards. We just need that three-and-a-half-out-of-five-star performance from him instead of getting a five-star game and then a one-star game because – He's somebody that can play like shit and we'd lose to like a fourteen seed in the first round, but he's somebody who could play consistently good and lead us to the elite eight and then who knows, maybe I'm at Cam's on Sunday before the week before the final four watching Illinois play against Gonzaga.
2: Dude, so, how about how about Alfonso Plummer lately though, too? Man, has that guy been hot?
1: Yes. Beautiful shot, fun to watch him just shoots. He has the green light from anywhere in the half court. He's basically it's the Steph Curry of Illinois basketball and a lefty too, which is great. But no, I'm excited about Illinois. The Big Ten tournament's gonna be great. Merrick's alma maters coming into town Sunday for a champagne. I'll be at that game. They got an NBA player in Murray there and they're looking really good after they were supposed to be a down year. But I'm excited for a line I will talk a little bit more about other teams. But Merrick is there anything you want to add about Iowa?
0: No, I I mean I think I'm more shocked that they're in the position that they're in more than anything. Um I definitely didn't expect them to be here and Uh, You know, I I think uh, Keegan's really took that team, carried them on their shoulders. I do have news about that Iowa team, though. Um, You know, uh, the Bo Hannon family can finally move off the premises. Um, uh, Jordy, Jordy Bo, after six years, at iowa will be graduating this year he finally had his senior night the other day i wonder i wonder what happens there like did he do a senior night last year and then decide to come back do another one like how does that work his well, mom nobody was in fl- the stands
1: last no year, one was right? in the stands yeah his
0: mo- so so his mom got two two flowers then or what that's
2: absolutely yeah
0: well she's American. got like
2: she's got like six somewhere isn't the another bohannon go there
0: yeah there's like three of them yeah
1: oh my gosh Merrick, has he reached out to you for a job yet in the real world
0: no, no, he's gonna be at the uh, Toyota Scion of Iowa City selling uh, selling cars after this. Um, no, I, here's I the thing
2: I, though about Iowa: Keegan Murray is fantastic, but Iowa still hasn't beat anybody. Nobody. No. no. So we'll see what happens this weekend against Illinois because they uh, have no bad
1: losses and they don't have any good wins.
2: Exactly. I will. Exactly. I will
0: say this: I'm gonna be limited on my gambling in, in the tournament. I haven't watched a fucking lick of college hoops. I mean, outside of the outside of the big boy bet that Davey got me on here at uh, at the old Skellig. actually, it was probably the El Chapo's talking, if we're being honest. But uh, we put that thing in at dinner time. It was just the tequila. Oh boy! So,
2: um, but yeah, I mean, Iowa, you're right. They don't have any bad losses. I'm looking at their Ken Palm right now. Um,
1: Look how far fall Purdue's fallen. They're 13. Iowa's like 16. Illinois 18. It's yeah. a it's a an above average league, but there's nobody that's great.
2: You're completely right. And that's is, this is crazy. Kemp Pond, they got Iowa. There's actually be a big win for Illinois, which is bizarre to think about it because a couple weeks ago it would have been like, all right, like Illinois is going to crush Iowa.
0: So what do you think Illinois ends up from a seeding standpoint in the tournament? Do you think it's dictated based on how far they go in the Big Ten tournament, or do you think they already have a particular kind of range of seeds pretty much locked up?
1: I think they're going to be – unless they somehow – win the tournament. I don't even know. I think they're going to be a four seed, maybe a three seed. Give me a four seed. They'll be playing in um, Indianapolis or Milwaukee the first round. And I think that's a good deal.
2: So Mike, thank you for talking about seeding because something that I wanted to bring up, if no one does it, any big college basketball fans out there, bracketmatrix.com. It's one of my favorite websites this time of year besides Ken Palm. It aggregates all of the bracketology and projected brackets that are on the internet. It aggregates them into one single uh, spreadsheet, so you can see um, who everyone kind of thinks, and it's updated daily. So right now, they've got Illinois as the number the second four seed. Um, I th- I'm with Blaze. I, don't, I think they'd have to win the entire tournament, or maybe if they go to the final and like they beat Wisconsin or Purdue, they might leapfrog them because um, a couple teams out other uh, that are ahead of them that might need to lose. Early in their respective conference tournaments would be like Tennessee, Villanova, uh, Providence. Those are the types of teams ahead of them. So if any of those teams falter in Illinois, has a nice little run here at the end. um, Easily could jump up to a three. But but Blaze, I was going to text you. Think about back to like December, right after that Cincinnati loss and right after that Marquette loss. We were thinking like, you know seven seed would be perfect because it I actually thought the, the team two. was
1: going to implode and they weren't going to make the tourney I,
2: it, it just didn't feel good so the vibes are completely different like uh, across the board uh, vibes are at an all-time high right now with the weather getting warm and
1: college basketball
2: being in full swing but like just think about where we what we thought about Illinois back then to put what we think about it now like we're talking about flirting with a three seed no way two's out of the question but I think four three or four is pretty locked in at this point
1: no yeah we've leveled off we said beginning of the year the goal was sweet 16 and at the end of the year we're like Goal is a sweet sixteen. Brad Underwood has never made the sweet sixteen. And my God, if he doesn't make the sweet sixteen again with two with Io and Kofi, message boards are gonna be getting rowdy again. I'll just I'll just leave it at that. That's my threat to Brad this March. Make the sweet sixteen and you oh, I'll Jesus. disappear. Anon Jesus. Scott will disappear. That's all we want his to-
2: second weekend. Really? I know I'm not even getting greedy. No.
0: I'm changing the password Il- on the Twitter account.
2: Illinois hasn't made the Sweet 16, hasn't made the second weekend since 2005, which is fucking crazy. We were in eighth grade.
0: Yeah, I, I know. was watching that house in, in Gary Grun's basement, the little room, not even the big room, the <clears throat> little room. You guys remember that. That um, little room's still there. It is. Oh, yeah, that's where Gary sleeps. That's Gary's um, <laughs> day
1: trading desk. <laughs>
2: He's
0: not buying rubles
1: right now, is he? Who knows? I hope he's not invested in. Any, yeah, hopefully he shorted everything Russia.
0: Let's get back to the hardwood, boys. Or, or actually, Dave, excuse me. You were talking about uh, the public seeding. Who are the one seeds that the public has right now? Obviously, uh, they're they're going to have our folks at uh, Gonzaga up there. But uh, is Baylor in there? Uh, Purdue, I assume as well. So I'll give you one?
2: the I'll give you the ones and twos here, real quick. Uh, In order, Gonzaga, Baylor, Arizona, Kansas. And then the twos are Auburn, Kentucky, Duke, and Purdue. And just outside of that, like there's a pretty big drop-off right outside of that. I'll give you the threes, Texas Tech, Tennessee, Villanova, Wisconsin. So those are the teams that are all up there. No surprises there. Wow. Wow.
0: Any other kind of dark horses? Any, Any fun plays you guys have? You know, if we're looking at a few futures here, which you know, again, I'm not doing a ton of research. So are our listeners. Yeah, who should we be putting flyers on here? You know, go spend my money for me. Let me send it back to Grand Rapids if I need to, or let's get rich on it, boys. Who do you like from a future standpoint? Any anybody that you're uh, that you're pretty high on?
1: Uh, so back in November, I got sixteen to one odds on Purdue for a pretty penny. Um, but they're just an absolute mess right now. So I don't know. Obviously, I'm staying away from them. I was I like some teams coming into the year, but they have not figured it out. Texas and Alabama are an absolute mess. Both of these teams, they have senior teams. They got a bunch of good transfers. They just flat out suck. So I was wrong on those. But one team I like that made the final four last year, and I can't quit them because they play so tough and they play defense is Houston. I think Houston, you can get Houston to make the final four at five to one or six to one odds. I think that's really good value. And I think they're going to sneak up on some teams, especially if they get paired with a team like Auburn, or they can move up to like a three seed and potentially play a team like Purdue. I like a team like Houston to be able to make a final four run. If you're looking for something like a Calcutta um, investment that I think you might get good value on compared to other seeds. One other team I think I, um, I might buy. And just because Jay Wright is just a proven asset, he made the sweet 16 last year without their best player. I like Villanova too, to make a run, if they can get a good seeding. those would be my two seeds. But other than that, I think it could be a wide open race after you kind of, after people buy Gonzaga and Kansas and that stuff, weird stuff can happen. I don't foresee three, one seeds, making the lead eight, like they did last year.
2: Yeah, it should be fun. Um with the Calcutta this year that we, that, we're doing with Merrick is um on Sunday, like a half hour after the drip bracket drops. So uh, it's gonna be super interesting to see where the money goes for that. Um Blaze, I wanted to ask you about uh one of your loves, uh your first loves here. San Francisco, the Dons, usually love them and they're good this year.
1: Yeah, I, I like them this year. I don't know if they have enough to make the tournament though they might need to beat St. Mary's or Gonzaga in the uh, Western conference. It's going to be close for them. They'll be down to the wire
2: projected nine seed. Wow. So pretty solidly in okay. um, another, another team that I wanted to bring up just cause they've got a guy who is going to probably get drafted in the first round and he can shoot the ball. Colorado state has a guy named David Roddy and um, he's on Ken Palm's list of guys that are uh, not MVPs, but it's their other one or uh, game MVP leaders. So it's not player of the year, but it's game MVP leaders. Um, you wanna like look at a lower level team, Colorado State, Mountain West, they're gonna be like a seven seed. I would throw a flyer on them to maybe make the sweet sixteen depending so, on who they're up against. Dave, there's it's interesting
1: you bring up the Mountain West conference. Like um there's that tournament's gonna be awesome, by the way. I think so too. Um but Boise State, Colorado State, Wyoming are all locks, and there's a team like Utah State that could sneak in and win this. Mountain West Conference hasn't won an NCAA tournament game in four years. That's
2: crazy. There's and four locks have, right now pretty much and, too.
1: Yeah, and they have four locks to make the tournament. It might not be a bad thing to fade because they just fucking flat out suck when it comes to March. So they'll kind of be interesting to watch or who knows. Maybe they got off the schneid. They're a pretty good conference this year. But, man, they have really struggled in the past.
2: And I'm wondering now – Well, I mean, I'm going to change my mind a million times and we'll see what the bracket actually looks like and we put our money. Um, but I'm like, I, of course, it's because I'm a Big Ten nut. You wonder after, like, last year with the Big Ten getting hyped and just laying an egg, if this could be the year where, like, everyone's a little down on the Big Ten, nobody really trusts any of the teams, and the Big Ten comes out and gets, like, four or five Elite Eight teams or Sweet 16 teams.
1: Yeah, that wouldn't be surprising, but after last year, I'm totally in the negative aspect thinking, like, oh, my God, only one team made the Big Ten. The Big Ten title doesn't even mean anything to me after what happened last year.
0: Yeah, um, I I, could, I put
1: up or shut up in March, and the Big Ten's been shut up for the past – 21 years.
0: Yeah, there's a, there a terrible way, you know, having Sister Jean just fucking rub that rub that W in our face that Sunday morning. And what that was an eleven o'clock game, too. That was yeah, that on the, rest St. Of the St. day
1: Patrick's Day on St. Patrick's that Day. That ruined the
0: absolute ruined the rest rest of the day. Of the day. That was terrible. That was that was the worst. But um look, boys, I know we've we've been going here a bit. Anything else on uh college hoops before we, we wrap up and Boys, I know uh, you got 27 minutes before Anatomy 102 starts. So, uh, Okay, Mr. And
1: and,
0: (laughs) (laughs) Anything else from from you down there in Champaign?
1: No, it's it's good to be back. I'm not going to lie. Like, when you don't do this for a while, you're like, oh, maybe we'll just never do it again. But you work up the energy to kind of do it again, do the research. It's fun talking with you guys. Hopefully our two listeners, Steve and Chewy, are still with us. (laughs)
2: we got to bang out the content either way because one day we're going to get picked up and catch fire and you know we got to be able to have the library there for people to to go back and listen through yeah we have (laughs) episode 53 that's a
1: that's a a full shelf
2: plus i mean there's not as many games and we i think we're all kind of on the same spot as it and i think we all really i really love seeing you guys every week and talking to you and bullshitting with you so as long as we keep like doing that, I don't, I, I love doing it. And it's fun. Like once you start getting money out there again and getting your takes out, it just is fun to talk to people and start developing some of your, your ideas of what you're going to do with your money here, especially on the tournament. We're going to be talking
0: golf again soon too. Oh my God. I love that golf is back. watching. A I it. love that golf is back boys.
1: No, just looking down the road. I think it's exciting. We're definitely going to be doing an episode for the next five weeks covering March madness, college basketball, your guys, Calcutta, the college basketball draft that we've done since 2004, which is pretty cool, just like fantasy football. And then we turn the calendar to April, and we got the Masters and John Rahm, where I'm going to be putting all my money on. So it's going to be exciting.
0: Yeah, I, I Dave, such a good such a good call talking about golf. I cannot wait. Uh, this golf season is going to be fun to watch, uh, a, a lot of good tournaments. Hey, uh, quick on that note, is this Saudi league going to happen as, is, is Bryson going there or, or what's the, what's the deal? Did
2: you wait? Did you guys see uh, Phil Mickelson getting dunked down on Twitter today? Yes. By no. Tiger
1: Woods. By Tiger Woods. I don't think uh, Phil's ever going to come back. He's like literally, what, literally done.
2: What did he say? So, you know, freezing cold takes that Twitter account. No. So it's like, like ice cold takes it like finds old takes. And then when they prove to be completely wrong, it comes back. So, freezing cold takes it's um I'm, I'm sure a lot of people have seen this on twitter it's at cold takes or old takes exposed phil mickelson said this in just december i'd like to thank all the crazies and real supporters too for helping me win the the pip which is like a pool of money players get for being good for promoting the league to get the second half of the money i have to add an event i haven't played in a while see you in kapalua p.s i'll try to find another hot contra, uh, controversial topic soon so uh, Freezing Cold Takes uh, tweeted this today, and Tiger Woods retweeted them and was just like, was like, ooh,
1: Yeah, so Tiger Woods won the pit money. Phil actually came in second. And then basically the Saudi thing, Phil's been like off the face of the earth blaming everybody but himself for it. So Phil's going to have a rough 2022, especially for a guy that kind of basically – has been loved and been seen as the ev- seen as the everyday man of golf.
2: And Which makes no fucking case. sense. The guy was rich growing up and was like in country clubs his entire
1: life. He also has a worse gambling habit than all three of us combined too. I know.
0: Yeah, that's saying something with the amount of money we toss around. Um Jesus. Uh all right, McAvoy any any final thoughts from you before we wrap this thing up? No, we're back in
2: action now. We're gonna be here every week. We'll start to develop some more opinions. we got the conference tournaments next week, so we can talk about some of our picks there if we want to throw some flyers out there. And Love then it. after that, I mean, it's the big
0: one.
1: Yep, I yeah. like the agenda.
0: It's the big deal. Oh, we can
2: talk about the Players' Championship next week, too. The Players' is next week.
0: Ooh, yeah, that's going to be a good one. That's going to be a good one. But look, before we wrap up, I do have one final uh, one final segment that we didn't talk about today, and that's, that's our turtle segment. So uh, now that the State of the Union happened – uh look the the coronavirus ended now for the third time uh in its existence in the last two years uh look the turtles don't have much to worry about and and, and they're gonna be just <laughs> look boys we're all about the turtles here we're all about them we so, did it joe we, we did, did it jo-
2: hey <laughs> you did have turtles living with us though when we first moved in in 2015 so yeah you know, mikey's always been a turtles guy the secret of the ooze
0: secret of the ooze. don and rick don and rick holy shit all right, let's get out of here. Uh, again, boys has anatomy 103. Uh, oh here 20. We're just go throwing ahead.
1: numbers out at this point. We went from 101 <laughs> to 103.
0: This week is the lower half. Next week
2: is the upper half.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, boys, you better shave before you go over there, buddy. Um, I know. I, all I right, listeners, listeners, thanks for tuning in, boys. It's great to be back. I love it. Feels great. Uh, have a safe weekend. We'll catch everybody next week and good luck gambling. Peace.
2: Lay your weary head to rest, don't you cry no more.